You're listening to Heather Solves Everything, a show about discovering strengths and solving problems. So what are we waiting for? Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of Heather Solves Everything. This is the show where I take credit for solving your problems by introducing you to smart people with good ideas. I'm Heather, and in addition to being your host, I'm a national board-certified health and well-being coach, and that means that it's my job to connect you with the resources and tools that you need to live a healthy balanced life, whatever that means for you. And so on this program, we explore all kinds of well-being topics. Sometimes it's exercise, sometimes it's eating, sometimes it's time management, and sometimes it is out of this world. And that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm sure you've heard before that real change begins on the inside. And when it comes to transforming your entire life, it's those internal shifts in perspective that can make space for a new way of living, thinking, and being. And my guest today has an incredible story to share. She has become an expert on doing just that. Her name is Anne Hintz, and she has developed the ability to sense inside her body in ways that help her to transform emotionally and physically. When I first heard that, I was thinking what you might be thinking now. How can your thoughts and emotions change your physical body? Well, she has learned how to release physical tension stored in her connective tissue using the focus of her mind. And y'all, she has the x-rays to prove it. She can see changing changes in the alignment of her eye sockets, straightening of her neck, centering of her lower jaw, and the growth of roots of her teeth. And in fact, she has grown three quarters of an inch at the age of 55. She wants us to know we all have this incredible power within us. It just takes a little bit of exploring and going deeper into things that we might even already know how to do. I want to jump right on into this conversation. So, Anne, welcome to Heather Solves Everything. (laughs) Thanks, Heather. It's great to be here. Are you ready to solve everything? I am. Absolutely. All right. Let's get into it. So a lot of us know already changing what's on the inside is the first step to changing what we see on the outside. And our perception is our reality. What we think about becomes us. And when I think about those concepts, I immediately go to the law of attraction. You know, that's the theory that you you reap what you sow when you attract into your life you know, energy that matches what you put out. And in my conversations with you, I've come to learn you have a little bit of a different way of thinking about the law of attraction. Can you explain how you see it? Sure. I've worked on my theory on this for quite a long time. I read a lot of books early on, you know, Abraham Hicks and all those sorts of things. And I wanted to believe it to be true, right? But Along my journey, I got a different understanding of it. And I know most people talk about it in terms of manifestation, right? They're Mm -hmm. trying to 
get something or change something that they don't have right now. And there's a lot more to it than that. And what I've realized over the years is that the whole of our being is the signal. So it's not just our thoughts, but it's our physical body too. It's our, it's our hair, it's our clothes, it's our gender, it's our size. Everything about us is part of our signal. And what I realized is that the biggest part of our signal is the tension that is stored inside of us from our past, right? From our traumas, from our beliefs, from our programming in childhood that stores inside of us as tension, pulling us, pulling us out of balance and affecting our signal. So mm-hmm. as we let go of our history, of our traumas and our beliefs and everything that we've been programmed with in childhood, we actually start to loosen up and our signal becomes more pure. And then we attract different things into our life. I love that concept of the law of attraction not being transactional. I think a lot of times it's portrayed that way in its simplest terms. You know, you you give this, you get that. And, you know, that really dilutes something that is is actually a way of living. You know, and I love the idea of clarifying your signal. So, um, okay, then I'm just going to release my trauma and be done with that. And all of my stress and tension is just going to go away. And now I get everything that I ever wanted in the, in my lifetime, right? <laughs> well, it's, yes. I mean, ideally, yes, that, <laughs> that is, yes, the ultimate goal. However, there is so much stored inside of us that we have no awareness of, right? We're Walk only- me through that process. Tell me about how you started to identify what needed to change in the first place. Okay, for me, it didn't start until in my late 30s, right? I'd spend all those years up to then just living life, not realizing that my childhood and my traumas were affecting me. But in my late 30s, I have what I call a business altercation with two other mothers at my boys' school. And they were very self-confident, self-assured, authority-type women. And I was a scared mother on the inside, and they told me I'd done something wrong, And my mind just spun out of control over and over what they'd said and what I'd said and what had happened. And it was three days before I could actually let it go somewhat. But in that time frame, I realized, well, first of all, I realized this isn't normal. Normal people would not react this intensely. And I realized it felt a little bit like how I would react when my dad had told me I'd done something wrong. Mm. So that was that little opening that maybe something from childhood is affecting me. And so I happened to come across this technique that's called EFT, short for emotional freedom technique. It's also called tapping because we're tapping on certain places and our bodies were talking something through. And I used it on finding my mother dead on the bathroom floor when I was 19. That was oh my goodness. a big trauma in my life that, that was on the surface, right? That was the surface level trauma. So I used this technique and released some of those emotions. And that's when I realized that the emotions and the memories are stored physically in our body and that we can let them go. So I was only aware on that that level of you know the, my mother's death. So I worked on that, let that go. Then I would work on something else. I worked on something else the next day. And then I started to use it every day, the technique. And I noticed that I was becoming more peaceful on the inside, which was what I wanted. But I also realized that what it's doing is opening up the subconscious mind. 
And as it does that, it expands our awareness. So I started to become aware of how I was feeling during the day, right, of my emotions during the day. I wasn't caught up in them as much. I was able to stand back and say, oh, look at me. I'm getting angry. I'm getting frustrated. So that in itself is, is quite a step. And so I just kept going with the technique. I actually wanted it to go faster, right? <laughs> I was determined to change. So I wrote down every emotional memory I could think of from my childhood. And I tapped through one each night for about an hour to an hour and a half each night. And as these weeks and months went by, things outside of me started to change. I became peaceful on the inside. And so my family life became peaceful on the outside. I was attracting different things and my awareness expanded. It's a, it's a very much a step-by-step -step process. You, you become aware of one layer, you work on that layer, then you become aware of the next layer. So I started to become aware of the, the physical sensations underneath the emotions. When you say that you started working on these things, were you working with a counselor or um, some other person who was teaching you these techniques or did you learn them in another way? I learned EFT for the first time at a holistic physician's office. Okay. He worked with me, but the technique was given away by Gary Craig for free. So I was kind of an independent, still am an independent person. I like to do things myself. So I did it myself. I know a lot of people do need help, right? They need help with working through the dark parts of their history. And so there are EFT practitioners, there are, you know, therapists, there are all sorts of ways you can look at that darkness inside, right? The shadow work and help, help you through that. But I was someone who wanted to do it myself. I wouldn't have being as honest, I don't think, if I had done it with someone else. Now, I have heard of tapping um, as being a treatment that people can utilize for themselves, but I've never actually done it. And I wonder, can you tell us what that consists of? What would that practice be like in the moment? So it's, it's there's several aspects to it. And the first aspect is being truthful to yourself. So you're finding out what it is you're feeling right now when you're working on that. And what we do is we tap on our body gently in specific places, which are the ends of meridian systems, as we're talking through what it is we're feeling or some memory, right? Something that happens. And the first place we tap on is the karate chop point on the side of our hands. And there we do a set up phrase. So like, even though I'm feeling a little scared right now, that's my truth in this moment. It's okay that I'm feeling that way. So that's the setup. And then the first place we tap on is the crown point on the top of our head. And I'd shorten the phrase then and say, I'm, I'm feeling afraid. I'm afraid right now. And the next point is the beginning of the eyebrow. I'm afraid right now. Then the bone on the edge of the eye. I'm afraid right now. Then the bone under the eye. I'm afraid right now. Under the nose, on the upper lip, I'm afraid right now. Then on the chin, I'm afraid right now. Two more points. Then the collarbone, I'm afraid right now. And then under the arm, where the brass trap goes across, if you have one, I'm afraid right now. And then you take a deep breath, let it out. And that is one round of EFT. Very okay. simple. You know, when I hear about these very simple techniques, um, it my my mind 
starts to ask a lot of questions. And I, I've recently learned the havening technique of being able to ground yourself and going through um, an exercise of um, of eye movement and um, and other things to help to just calm yourself in a in a time of frenzy. And when it was first described to me, I thought that sounds really weird. That's not going to do anything. And then I was absolutely floored when it worked brilliantly. And I was able to calm myself down in a time of anxiety and frenzy to the point where things that were once causing great anxiety to me. Now I, I look back and wonder, you know, and it seems odd to me that I would have been upset. And so I've become open to the idea that these simple techniques um, there's, there's something there. And, and I'm so excited to hear about how you started to incorporate them into your life for dramatic transformation. Right. And I needed to have an experience with it myself with the, so that I believed it worked too, because I started to ask questions and, and it's like, well, we did that one time with the doctor. Was that, was that a fluke maybe, you know, or is it real? So, I did. I went online. I learned everything I could about it. And then I tried it out. I actually had a 17 year old cat at home at the time and we'd just been told his kidneys were starting to fail and he needed to have a daily saline shot. And I was going to have to be the one to give him that shot. And I hated needles. <laughs> so the first time I gave him a shot, my hand was shaking so much. I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it on a daily basis. It was just too scary for me. So I tapped about it. I tapped about my hand shaking, about my fear of hurting the cat and about all the memories I had from all the injections I had had. And the next day when I gave him that shot, the needle just slid right in. All that emotion that I had been holding the day before had just disappeared. And so that's when I realized that it's deceptively powerful. It doesn't look like it's doing much, but it really is. And that's when I realized that the freedom that I was looking for was on the other side of that fear. And so that's what really pushed me on. It's okay if this if this is this powerful, I'm going to use it. And so so that's when I started using it. Well, so let's dive into that. I, I know that there are really three phases to your story. And I want to make sure that um, our listeners have a complete picture of what your experience has been like, especially if they want to reach out and ask you more questions, if they're curious about how they can implement some of these practices um, in healing their own trauma. And so can you tell us the, you know, the first part of your story? Okay, so the first part was really with the EFT, right? Excellent. All my childhood and all my childhood traumas and experiences. And as I said, as I did that more and more, my awareness expanded. So I became aware of the physical sensations underneath the emotions. So what does that mean? <laughs> well, when we say we're angry, we're actually holding ourselves in a particular way. We're holding tension inside of our body. Now, when I started the journey, I was not aware at that level, but I became aware. So when I was feeling fear, it would be tension in my solar plexus. So I became aware of those sensations. And I happened to be in the group at the time and we were studying a course in miracles. And the, the guy in the group said every week, you don't have to meditate. It's all about feeling your feelings. Well, at the beginning of the journey, I didn't know what my feelings felt like. Mm -hmm. But as I did more and more EFT, I realized, oh, I know what my feelings are now. So let me try and feel them. What does that 
what does that even mean to feel your feelings? Mm -hmm. So I had to work it out. (laughs) So I realized, okay, so if I'm feeling fear, for me, it was this tension in the solar plexus. So I'd be doing the dishes at the kitchen sink and I would notice that I was thinking a thought that was fearful. Something like, okay, I'm afraid of making this phone call. I'd feel that fear and I'd realize in order to really feel it, I actually had to hold myself like a statue because if I moved or even if I took a deep breath, I lost my focus on that tension. So that's what I would do. I would stop breathing and hold myself like a statue and just focus on that tension in my solar plexus. And I would talk to it. I'd say things like, okay, I can feel you right there in my solar plexus. I just want to feel you. I just want you to be felt. And at some point I'd have to take a deep breath, I'd let it out, and then I'd feel it again. And I'd noticed it shifted slightly, it decreased slightly. So then I would think the same thought again. I'm afraid of making this phone call and feel the fear again, hold myself like a statue, allow myself to take a deep breath, and it would diminish some more. And I would do it over and over again with the same thought until all that fear had disappeared. And so this felt like a deeper level than the EFT. So I didn't use EFT as much at this point. I started using this technique that I call feeling your feelings every day throughout the day. I'd notice how I was feeling if I was reacting to something and I would just feel that. And then in the evenings, instead of doing the tapping, I would lay on the sofa and I would bring collective traumas to mind, like something oh my like goodness. 9-11, right? We all had our own experience of 9-11, right? Our own memories. Mm-hmm. I would bring those memories to mind and feel all those emotions and those sensations and just allow it to be felt. And it would shift. Mm. And it was mind-blowing. So that was like the second step right there. That was the feeling, the feelings. So it's it's really consciously ending the habit that we so often have of pushing our feelings aside and thinking about something traumatic that may have happened or a fear of something that might happen. And we've conditioned ourselves to say, don't think about those things. Don't put energy there because you know then you're manifesting it. But instead you said, no, man, come on in. Let's just be here. So you can Get out and and be released. And I don't have to carry you around anymore. Absolutely. I realized that emotions are simply energy that's been stuck inside of the body for a long time. We've just replayed it over and over and over again. But once we actually let it go, then it's gone. Mm -hmm. And then you moved into phase three. I did. At some point during that phase of laying on the sofa, feeling those sensations, I realized I could keep my awareness inside my body after the tension had released. And it it was really weird. I didn't know what I was doing. I know it felt different, right? I I knew kind of what I was doing, but I didn't know. I'd never heard anyone talk about it before. So I started to play with it. Well, I'd done it once. Can I do it again? And I, I would. I could do it again. So I would move my awareness around inside. Now, the only way I can kind of explain it to someone is imagine you have a toothache or a stomachache. You can sense, right? You can feel where that pain is coming from. But once the pain has gone, there's nothing calling your attention back to it. You can't get your awareness back on the same place inside your body. I found that I could. And so I just kept doing this. I realized I could find a place that had tension. And when I did, I would focus on it. 
and just feel it, allow it to be felt and it would shift. And then I would do it again and again and again with the same tension until it had gone. So now I'm doing what I was doing with EFT, right? Over and over again with the same thought or memory, allowing that energy to release. Then with the sensations over and over again, now I'm doing it over and over again inside my body and releasing directly inside my body. So it's like you're going through a checklist of sensations. I'm feeling where I'm being called to, right? So, you know, if there's a memory, by my mother's death was the top emotion that I was feeling. So that's what I was called to, to work on. Then the sensations, okay, if I'm, fe- or if I'm feeling some emotion, fear, I, the sensation that's calling my attention the most would be where I would go and work with it. Now on the inside, okay, where's the most tension? And I would focus on that and allow it to dissipate. And it's kind of like one of those, like a, a rope that's bent over, right? It's under tension, cut through the first little strand. Then the tension is taken up by next one, two or three strands. Then you work on those and then you just go down layer by layer and by layer. And over the months, I was actually able to put my awareness inside my head, which was huge. And that's where a lot of my understanding came from. Because when I got my awareness inside my head, there was so much pain and tension inside my head. The pain in my left cheek was un- almost unbearable. And the forces pulling my bones out of alignment, were they were huge. And that's when I realized I'd been living with this pain and tension inside my body since I was born, because I was born with my right foot up against my shin. So my whole body was twisted. And I think that's where it stemmed from. But I had no awareness of how much my body was pulled out of alignment until I got to this depth of awareness. So if somebody is interested in trying this themselves, you know, what would be the first steps for starting to sense where tension is in your physical body so that you can release it? Well, I'm not sure I could have done this step without doing the first two steps. Right. So working on traumas, emotions, memories, working at that level of words, right? Memories that we form into words would be the first step. And, you know, some people are empaths, right? Empaths can often already feel those physical sensations inside. So empaths could possibly start at that level of feeling those sensations and allowing them to dissipate. But I don't know anyone at this point who could go straight to this third step of going inside the body. Well, you know, if there's anybody who's going to try, it would be me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Go straight to the release. Go straight to the 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 big payoff. That's what that's what I'm all about. I'm I'm kidding, though. I think that the process that you've gone through, um, each step prepares you for the next. And and so, you know, for my listeners, I I encourage you to to think about, you know, where that could start for you. If there is the potential that you are resonating with this and, and wondering how it could potentially help you to live in greater balance in your physical self and your emotional self. And, and, and I want to hear about when you started noticing the physical signs that this was transforming not only your life, but your body. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of when I got inside my head, right? I could actually start to feel and hear the releases of the 
adhesions in the connective tissue as I released the tension. And at some point I could actually feel my bones relax in my skull, right? Felt really good, just felt like really deep relaxation. But it wasn't until I got the x-rays taken and they're just orthodontic x-rays and nothing special. But it wasn't until I had those done and could compare them to 2013 that I could actually see the changes. And it is, it's almost a, a physical alignment of the bones. And it's so obvious for my x-ray, others probably start off with a more um, symmetrical skull, right? And you're just then releasing the tension. It becomes more and more symmetrical. And as within, so without. So as you become more balanced on the inside, you become more balanced on the outside. So how do you take this into your daily life now? Well, at this point, it's just a part of me. I just, I do it so often throughout the day. I can multitask. I can watch TV and be releasing tension in the bones in my cheek or my jaw. But I couldn't do that early on, right? So, but so now I will do it many times throughout the day. When I wake up in the morning, last thing before I go to bed at night, I'm feeling where the tension is. I'm working to release that next layer. But obviously to begin with, the very first step for someone is to start noticing when they're reacting during the day and standing back and say, oh, look at me, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting angry or sad or frustrated, whatever. That's the very first step. I have found that that is such a fun process. You know, I've done that very first layer of, of awareness building, um, you know, I, especially after I read um, the book, um, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And it really helped me to be able to separate myself from myself and then be the observer. And it became a lot of fun, actually. And, and noticing that I had so much more free time when I stopped overthinking everything. And, um, and so that I highly encourage, um, is, is a great first step. First, just start paying attention and allowing yourself to step back from your own big picture and observe your reactions and your feelings. And then, like you say, you know, be in your truth and, and brave enough to feel your feelings. Yeah, I love that book. That that's a great first step, especially the first few chapters where it talks about how we box ourselves in. Yes, yes, excellent. Yes, tell us about your book and your YouTube channel. Where can um, everyone find you and learn more about these practices and ask you questions? Okay, yes, my book is called A Pathway to Insight. I believe this is the original meaning of the word insight to be able to see inside the body. And all the steps uh, I talk about in detail there and the things that the body can do and things that happen as you go through this journey. And it is a fun journey. That was the other thing I wanted to say from what you had just said. People think it's a hard journey and it's hard work, but it's really fun. I mean, releasing tension that's been stored in the body for decades, how could that not feel good? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yes, then I do who have... Wants to re- who wants to release the tension that they've had for decades? Nobody? Okay. <laughs> yes, I do have a YouTube channel. I have an EFT demonstration video on there. I have a feeling your feelings demonstration video on there and multiple others. So you can simply go on there and just start doing the work straight away. And if you want to contact me, I've got my website and hints.com. The x-rays are on there so you can see the x-rays for yourself. And I have a public Facebook page and I'm happy to interact on there. 
That's wonderful. And thank you so much for sharing your story and uh, sharing some of the how we can take the first steps towards experiencing what you have, really literally tapping in to a whole new level of living. And it's an inspiration. It's very exciting. And I'm so glad that you're willing to share that story with us. Thank you. We can all do this. Yeah. I'm going to go and do it right now. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Holy smokes, y'all. That is incredible. I got to be honest, when I first heard Anne's story, I was skeptical. I did not really understand how you could release tension in your physical body by releasing emotional tension. But as I've practiced it and experienced it and understood her story more, I'm a believer. I mean, it works. And I want to emphasize that the first step is the willingness to try, the willingness to open yourself up to the idea that it could be helpful, the willingness to make space to sit and feel your feelings instead of pushing them aside because we feel like they're not helping us. Allow them to come into the space, be what they are, and then leave. So it can create physical and emotional space for your body to come together. Do you feel aches and pains in your physical self? I wonder whether or not you could release that tension and make space for something really wonderful. This is an interesting everything to solve, isn't it? I think it's been a lot of fun and I can't wait to hear if you give it a try and if you reach out to Anne and what that experience is like for you. So please come and visit me on Facebook or Instagram and let me know how it goes. Just look for Heather Solves Everything and I am always ready to chat. And I'm so glad that you came for this episode today. And I hope that you will continue to subscribe. And if you like this podcast, share it with a friend. I hope that something great happens for you today. I'm Healthy Heather, and I'm always here to help you solve everything. To connect with Heather and find out more about today's show, just look for Heather Solves Everything on Facebook and Instagram. With a little help from your friends, you can solve everything too. 